I can go to them whenever I need advice, whenever I'm upset, or whenever I'm really excited. From the time I scored the winning goal in my soccer game to the time my brother destroyed my science fair project, they were right there beside me. But it's weird now. Now that I'm a little older, I find myself wanting to tell my friends first that I did well on a test that I was worried about or that my lab partner is driving me insane. I think there are a couple reasons for this. For one, I'm really starting to value my independence. I'm a junior in high school, so college is right around the corner for me, which is really exciting and scary. It still hasn't really hit me how soon I'll be leaving, especially since I feel like I started junior year a week ago. But I think the main reason has to do with mental health. I love my family so much, but sometimes, especially now that the college application process is just on the horizon, I feel a lot more pressure from them. I know they push me because they want me to be the best I can be, to reach my full potential, and to have as many opportunities as I can, but sometimes it feels like a lot. I find that I'm excited to tell them I did well on a test, but I hesitate because I feel like they won't consider it good enough, or that I shouldn't be happy with that grade, and instead I should consider it my standard. And I definitely avoid delivering the news on a test I didn't do so well on, often giving the excuse that my teacher just hasn't graded it yet. So my parents were very upset with the lack of test grades I received in chemistry. <laughs> I told my mom the other day that I had cried almost every single day for a month because I was so stressed and worried. She said she had no idea, but she told me that she wanted me to feel comfortable going to her when I felt like that. To me, it really meant a lot that she understood that life is stressful for me and that she wanted to do as much as she could to make it better. Instead of treating me like just a silly, emotional teenager, she made me feel valid and heard. And even though I tell my friends more and my parents less, their opinions still matter to me and can have a, an effect on my mental health, which may be the reason I tell them less. Because I value their opinion, I'm scared of their judgment. But they can still be there for me and understand that school is hard, which can make high school easier for both of us. And no matter what happens, I know one thing, that I love my family. Yesterday, I went to hang out with a friend. I wanted to wear makeup. Why? Not for the art of it, I know that. Had I wanted to do art, I would have drawn something on my face and not gone for the same thing I do whenever I wear makeup. It was to look presentable. Why did I think that my bare face wasn't presentable to the world? I could blame society, ads, capitalism for telling me that makeup makes everyone look better. I could blame myself for believing them. There's no telling whose fault it is for something like that. Maybe I just wanted my eyelashes to look longer. Today, I'm wearing concealer because last night I stayed up late rewriting this entire speech. <laughs> Today, we live in a world that expects our happiness to come from the amount of things we own. Today, if I say I'm sad, a friend might suggest we go buy food or go buy face masks. Today, we live in a culture of consumerism. This has a negative impact on mental health because the more stressed we feel, the more things we want to have. This leads to a cluttered environment, which makes us more stressed than we were before. Navigating this as a teen is even harder. 
getting a little dose of happiness from a purchase is not sustainable for the earth we're still going to be living on in 50 years. And it's also not sustainable because we're not looking at the problem head on. I was up late to make this little speech good, to make it perfect, to make my point, and to make it well. When I wake up in the morning, that would be this morning, as I wrote this last night, I wanted about five things for breakfast, probably only one of which I ended up eating. Why? To give up on sleep, to make something happen, to change it, I was thinking about the idea of food to replace the sleep. Food energy for sleep energy. Face mask energy for homework energy. It's all an exchange for the wrong reasons. The only thing that will give you permanent, long-lasting energy is attitude changes that will care for you. Pretty is not the price we pay to exist, and neither is productive or anything else. Self-care should never be a one-stop shop. Buying things is a short-term solution to a long-term problem. Next time, when I'm stressed about my next chemistry test, I'm just going to take some time to myself, because the best care you can give yourself is gentle recognition. We all need outlets and strategies that help us to deal with the stresses and problems that come in our daily lives. For teens especially, learning how to cope with stress at a young age is an important skill to learn so it can be used for the future. For teens everywhere, school is an aspect of our everyday lives that comes with a great deal of stress. Though we cannot eliminate the stressful aspects of it completely, there are ways in which school stress can be made more manageable. In moderation, it can help us to reach our full potential. For instance, if you are an athlete about to play or compete in a big game or tournament, and you feel the nerves build up inside you, that type of stress can give, us, can give you the extra push to perform at your best. But sometimes it can get to be too much. In my personal experience, I found that finding an outlet outside of school where I can express myself creatively and not focus on school is the best way to manage my stress. Mine is dancing, but for others, it may be athletics, theater, art, or even a job. The list goes on. In our society, school is oftentimes emphasized to come first, mental health slowly going down the list of priorities. When school takes over, everything else seems to slip away and stress levels can increase rapidly. It is easy to forget that we can be in control of how we manage our stress. I've learned that if I need a break or I just can't commit to something because I have too much going on, that it is okay to take those breaks or not participate. Knowing yourself and your limits is one of the keys to managing your stress and finding an outlet or two that allow you to get away from the source of your stress is an important way to manage it. <laughs> For many people my age, the defining characteristic of being in high school can seem to be doing all kinds of work that seems te tedious, lame, or even un unnecessary. From homework assignments to tests, there seems to be a ver veritable uh, plethora of things that demand our time, time that would much rather be spent on other activities. And the fact that there often simply isn't enough time to divide between that which would be nice to do and that which must be done can be a constant source of stress for many. As tension grows between work and fun, either one seems to be lost to the other. 
with a loss of satisfaction overall, either because there isn't enough fun to be had or because the work that needs to, to be done isn't being done. The sense of an absolute divide is something I know, I know myself. When I have a full plate of work to do, I often I'll like it to a bitter conflict in my mind. Declaring war on work, I decide to enact austerity measures, <laughs> ration my time, and mobilize for a to total assault on all that must be done. And antagonizing the things that I've got to, to do does help me to get all that I must do done. Gives me a sense that maximum effort and efficiency is necessary, and that putting uh, pleasure aside is a right and necessary sacrifice. But mind tricks aside, the view of schoolwork and other day-to-day -day, uh, chores as enemies of, of the life we'd like to live isn't particu particularly healthy. Fighting endless war is just as much an unsustainable way to lead a country as it is to lead a life. As young people so little removed from uh, childhood, we're still accustomed to the times when fun was easy to come by. It seems natural to view work as an impediment to that old lifestyle, which was made up, for, for most of us, by uh, a play and nearly effortless living under the care of our parents. But now we're older, and perhaps it is time for perceptions to, to change. With adult life coming swiftly upon us, and a multitude of dull but necessary work with it. It's going to be hard to keep up an, on, an ongoing fight. Perhaps it's time to, to think of it not so much as an enemy, but as something softer and more readily acceptable. For our own peace of, of mind, let us learn to accept work, find in it some of what we find in fun, and to meet it in future without swords out, if not for the cause of academic or financial success, then for the sake of our own mental health.